Yeah, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk Giant of North Alabama, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here as your host, 2 to 5 every afternoon, Monday through Friday. Listen, if you want to advertise, by the way, with Right Side Radio, you hear me talking about my friends all the time that are that are supporting the show and, and advertising their own products and services. If you want to advertise on Right Side Radio, just go to rightsideradio.org. You will find under the contact tab how to reach us, and we will be glad to have you as someone that we can promote on this show as well. I mean, literally, we got one of the biggest listening audiences in North Alabama, AM, FM, streaming online. I've got people calling in from Mobile and telling me what they're hearing on the show. So, yeah, we're, we're there, and we're there also for you, and we got a great audience of people that would love to know about your business. Check us out, rightsideradio.org. Speaking of which... Let me tell you about Otter Creek Farm. So here's one of the things that Otter Creek Farm is doing right now. They are a wing shooting destination. Do you like to hunt? I mean, I do. And, and they are pheasant and quail mecca in North Alabama. They're beautiful manicured grounds. They've got guides. they got the dogs. they got all of it. But they will also uh, help you out by taking you on trips. So right now they're planning a beautiful trip to South Dakota. And they're going to have a culinary staff. They're going to have overnight accommodations. They're going to have guides. And if you've ever thought about, hey, man, I want one of those away destinations. I want to go do that out-of-state hunting that I always hear about my friends doing. And, and that's a thing you'd be interested in. Go to their website, ottercreekfarmstead.com, and check them out. Uh, they're just they're, it's amazing. And I, I love that place. Okay. Listen. Uh, news. News. Breaking news. Like it's out right now. So have you been hearing, and I've been talking about it on the show, critical race theory. So sick of this, critical race theory. What a waste of, what a waste of mental energy. The very idea that I have to keep coming on this show and talking about it, well, the reason why is because it's an ever-morphing situation. I mean, critical race theory, any, any notion that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez can say, that oh, this is nothing, this is something they teach as a theory in law school. No, it's not. It is not, absolutely not. It is something that is trying to be pervasive and invade every aspect of our lives to include K-12. Yeah, that's right. So as they say that, don't worry, it's really not there's something. We're not doing this in K-12. I got news. Yes, they are. And they're also trying it right here in Alabama. And if they can't get it into the... Um, they can't get into the curriculum for the actual students. At the very least, they're trying to get into the training for the, for the teachers. There's 42 schools right now in the Huntsville area that have gone through the training by a group called the Anti-Defamation League. The same training, by the way, that the parents in Mountain Brook found out about because it was introduced surreptitiously. And, and those parents found out about it and had a fit. And like 300 Mountain Brook parents showed up at a school board meeting, shocked the school superintendent and the board, who were not used to ever being held accountable. And as a result, they pulled that curriculum, despite the fact that 500 teachers had already gone through the training. But they pulled the curriculum, and they apologized. Well... Folks, you need to be aware this is happening right now. And here's the news flash. So as we're being told, oh, don't worry, we're not going to do that. Don't worry, Biden administration says, we're not going to do that. Don't worry, National Department of Education, who, by the way, when I opened the phones the other day and I said, what department would you do away with? The winner was the Department of Education. Well, they said they wouldn't, but yet they did. There's a radical organization called the Abolitionist Teaching Network. What a name. Abolition. Oh, I believe in abolition of slavery, too. I'm a firm believer. And the Republican Party, by the way, is the one who abolished slavery. But all said and done, the Abolitionist Teaching Network is a radical organization that, oh, by the way, was included in a handbook that was published by our National Department of Education pushing critical race theory. 
listing them as one of the chief references for information that could help educators to, quote, disrupt whiteness. What? The very idea that any child of any color, of any demographic background, should be introduced in school to the concept that because of how they were born, they are not as worthy or that they have certain privileges or non-privileges in life is antithetical to being an American. We do not have the caste system here. We do not have systemic racism, despite what some may say. And yet, critical race theory keeps popping up. You know why? Because there are radicals who want this nation broken down. They just do. And they're doing it daily. And so this group, the Abolitionist Teaching Network, has what they call the Guide for Racial Justice and Abolitionist Social and Emotional Learning. In his handbook, it's intended as a, as a, quote, roadmap for schools to, to safely reopen. Well, the Biden administration got caught. Even though the Abolitionist Teaching Network promotes what they call justice, healing, joy, and liberation for black, brown, and indigenous folks, spelled folks with F-O-L-X, inclusive of all intersecting identities, it calls on educators to, quote, remove all punitive or disciplinary practices that spirit murder, okay, spirit murder, by the way, critical race theory, spirit murder black, brown, and indigenous children, and to build a school culture that engage in healing and advocacy. Well, when you do that by declaring that whites should be suppressed because they are white, you've just introduced racism in a different form. Here's a quote from that same abolitionist teaching network. Quote, this requires a commitment to learning from students, families, and educators who will disrupt whiteness and other forms of oppression. So apparently being born Caucasian is a form of oppression. I did not know that. I was not aware that my two-year-old grandson is a, um, an oppressor. Uh, to me, he's the, 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 literally the epitome of innocence. But not according to this. He's an oppressor. The guide also claims that social and emotional learning can, quote, be a covert form of policing used to punish and criminalize and control black, brown, and indigenous children and communities to adhere to white norms. What a load of crap. I'm just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even, I'm, I'm just sick of this. So guess what? The Biden administration got caught. They got caught. And they are crawfishing right now. Crawfishing. All y'all down here in the South, you know what crawfishing is. That's running backwards. Crawfishing. Literally. You're trying to catch a crawdad, it scoots backwards. They are crawfishing like crazy. And the quote came out, they said, Oh, um, uh, the department does not endorse the recommendations of the group, nor do they reflect our policy positions. It was an error in a lengthy document to include this citation. Well, yeah, it was an error, and you also got caught. And had you not been caught, it would have gone on. Uh, and that's just awful. Um, Copper, I'm sorry. I need to catch my breath. I just, I just, that was a rant. It just, <laughs> A much-needed one. Well, it is, and it just—it's like every time we turn around, they're trying again, or or guess what? They they've been doing it all along. They just didn't want you to know, and they get found out. They're like, "Oh, sorry," but it's really not in schools. Yes, it is. Um, I tell you though, do, have you Copper? Have you seen? Um, of course, there's the Freedom Caucus, which is the the more conservative members of Congress uh, that are banded together in in a caucus, and there's, there's a guy named Representative Byron D- Donalds. Uh, he's a Republican out of Florida. Are you familiar with him? No, I don't think so. I've heard the name, but not much about him. Well, he's sharp. He's a freshman congressman, um, uh, and he's a rising star. And, and what's interesting is, um, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe he's one of the first black Republican members of Congress. So he's, he's defying that norm. And great, please, thank you for breaking that ceiling. 
but because because there are there are a lot, and I know quite a few. There are a lot of conservative members of color within our community, and and it's important that they get out there and run for office. Uh, but uh, Byron Donalds is one of them, and he literally, as a as a black man, came on Fox this morning and said. This is an agenda they want to push through our country. And I'm quoting. He says, if you make it possible for young people to growing up, look at our country with this disdain to not believe in the goodness of America, which is frankly clear to anybody, then, then what you're going to wind up have is they're going to fundamentally change our country. And he is absolutely opposed to critical race theory as a man of color in America. And I, that's refreshing to me because the media would try to portray this as it's, it's all members of the black community, and it's not because most of them have the common sense to know that critical race theory is a lie and it portrays people as being uh, something they're not. Uh, and racism, no matter what your color, is wrong. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and take a caller real quick. We can do have some time, 866-494-9866, 866-494-9866. If you want to call, call in about critical race theory for a few minutes or about business issues. But we got Junior from Athens. Uh, Junior's on the line. What you got, man? Phil Williams here from Right Side. Mr. Williams, uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for serving our country, and it's an honor to speak with you. I am a African-American gentleman. I also have served in the United States Marine Corps, and I, I don't really believe in the critical race theory either. Um, but <clears throat> it, it can be so when it comes on, on Republican and Democrat. Right now, I'm not a Republican, nor am I a Democrat. I'll vote for the best person that's going to do the best for the society or the community as a whole. Don't care if it's got an R or a D beside his name, but people with R's just don't think that Democrats can be positive and upbeat. And you look at the legendary John Lewis, I thought he was he was wonderful as a congressman, for example, as, as someone with an R or a D beside their name. But my question is, would you kind of maybe explain the voting laws that that Georgia is doing and that Texas is doing? I don't quite understand. If it's something similar to Alabama's, then 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 I know what it is. But I don't think it's racist to have a driver's license. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. And no, you, you, you're also right. Elaborate on the on the council. Yeah, the council yeah, Junior. Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. What was the last part of your call, Junior? What'd you say? And could you also elaborate on the councilman down in Jefferson County that was using the N word? That's that that was that was rough. A, a Republican should never use that word in a public yeah. forum. Yeah, and 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 thank you for the call, Junior, and uh, and I appreciate your service too, brother. Thank you, Simplify, and uh, and 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 let me let me just go ahead and say this real quick. So what what Junior asked about, and by the way, if you heard that, he he said himself that he is a man of color who has not chosen to be a Republican or a Democrat per se. But he does have beliefs, and he doesn't agree with critical race theory. Did you hear it? I heard that, and I and I appreciate that. He also served his country, and I appreciate that. So, so the question he had, if I heard it right, was uh, how does what we're seeing in uh, the the election laws in Georgia and Texas, which have been so you know ballyhooed right now, uh, what is it, how does that compare to Alabama? Well, I got news; it's a lot like Alabama's. So a few years ago in Alabama, we passed photo voter ID. It was a requirement. 
And we as a state have done amazing things to make sure that anyone who needs a photo ID can get it. Secretary of State John Merrill was on the radio with me just the other day, and we talked about the steps to which his department went to make sure that at no cost to them, any individual who needed a photo ID who didn't already have one could get one, to the extent that they're even going to people's houses if necessary because they may not be able to get out. Because the right to vote is sacred, but you also want to make sure that the voting authenticity and and security is also sacred. And so having a photo voter ID, Junior, thanks for the question, having a photo voter ID requirement is by no means any way a restriction that that violates anyone's civil rights. It's it's just simply not. In fact, it's an insult to say that, uh, and in fact, they kept calling it Jim Crow. Well, that's like saying that people of color don't have the common sense to run down to the courthouse and get a driver's license. Or if they don't drive, Maybe they could just go get a photo ID. The state will provide it. And so what John Merrill and the Secretary of State did, his department, they began to set up portable booths all over the state in festivals, you know, at county fairs. They would go and set up a trailer outside the courthouse and do an all-call, and then they would go to people's houses if necessary. And we right now have a record turnout in the last election. During a pandemic, with a photo ID requirement, we had a huge turnout in Alabama for the polls at the actual polls, and that's huge. And I think that just basically says all the things we're hearing about Georgia and Texas are just lies. They, they, they just don't want to soften the standards, and that's all it is. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. You should want to know that the votes that were cast were secure and that they should count. Um, that being said, he did ask about a situation that while we're talking about issues of race, uh, I'll just say I don't know much about it. Uh, I did see that uh, the N-word was used in a council meeting, and... I'm not sure, but I think it was actually uh, a man of color who used the term, and now there's a call for him to be, uh, you know, to resign his position. Well, first of all, people, uh, poor judgment. Uh, It runs in both parties. Uh, But secondly, uh, don't be surprised if you get called on the carpet for using that poor judgment. Hey, listen, I don't have much more to say about that, Junior, because I don't know all the facts yet, and I'd be commenting on things I don't know. But I'll dig into it. If I can add something to it later, I will. Listen, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN is the news talk giant of North Alabama. And this is the best show on the afternoons, Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant of North Alabama. I'm proud of it and uh, proud that also one of the biggest shows in the afternoon in North Alabama is this one, Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. That's what we like to say very often. And this show is, is really your voice. And uh, it's, it's important that you know that. Hey, listen, if you want to call in, 866-494-9866. i got a few minutes for the top of the hour. I'll take a call or two. 866-494-9866. We've been talking about critical race theory. We've been talking about small businesses and surviving the pandemic. Before I get on down the line, though, let me just real quickly tell you guys about ZLA Solutions. I talk about them a lot because they're good at what they do. If you're not familiar with them, ZLA Solutions is a company that puts people back to work. They have literally got jobs posted on their website at ZLAUSA.com. You can check that out. But if you're an employer looking to hire, they can find them for you. And you need to go check them out. ZLAUSA.com. That's ZLA Solutions. My friends, they like to say, 
we don't make it. We just make it better. That's ZLA Solutions. Hey, listen, I'm going to uh, take a couple calls here. I got James from Coleman who held on during the break. James, we appreciate you being on. So uh, what you got, James? Phil Williams on the right side here. Do we have James? Copper, I do not have a James. Well, we dropped him off. I'm sorry, but we do have Rod on line, too. So go ahead and, uh, and put Rod from Huntsville on. Rod, is Phil Williams from right side. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. Thanks. Hey, thanks for the call. What you got? So uh, I'd heard that you had mentioned that I guess they're trying to teach uh, or put critical race theory onto the curriculum for the teachers uh, here in the Huntsville area. Yeah. Uh, did I'm, so is there a list of what schools that is, uh, that's affecting? You know what? I do have that list. Uh, and i tell you what I'll do. Um, I need to find a way to get that list onto my social media or post it onto the rightsideradio.org website. But, yeah, my, my recollection from the top of my head here is 42 schools. I mean, even my alma mater, Grissom High School, was on the list. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, I, I've got that list. That is absolutely terrifying. We've, well, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm, 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 a, uh, I'm a Hispanic immigrant. And, uh, no, I came, I came to the U S in the early nineties and, uh, you know, I've got my citizenship, I don't know, 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, I'll be damned if they're going to teach my kids, you know, that they're born oppressors just because, you know, how they're born. I just think that's wrong. It is. It's wrong. And it's also racism. And, uh, Hey, and thanks, man. And by the way, um, you went through the process and, uh, I've got family members that are naturalized citizens, uh, and, uh, and so I, I appreciate you being here, and, and, I'm, and I'm glad you're with us. And uh, uh, keep listening to the show, man. Hey, listen, we got about a minute and a half left, but I see that James from Coleman is back on the line. So, James Coleman, Phil Williams here on Right Side. What you got? Yes, sir. Thanks for the chance to talk to you. Uh, so I believe there are other things in the Georgia voting laws I've seen reported. Uh, I, I agree with voter integrity and having an ID, but I believe they've also tried to outlaw voting on Sunday. And once that's opened up and one side sees that the other side gets more votes on that, and then they outlaw that, that doesn't look like voter integrity. That looks to me like they are trying to gain an advantage. And unless they could show that there's more fraud on Sunday than on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, then to outlaw it just on one day, to me, appears to be a, a lack of integrity on their part. What are your thoughts? Well, hey, James, I appreciate that, and your point is well taken, but uh, I think what has to happen is we have to begin to declare the days for voting. When you have these extended periods of time where, where there's, like, no end in sight and, and the absentee ballots also keep getting counted well past Election Day, I mean, all those things add to a sense of distrust. And, uh, and so Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, let's pick a day. And uh, so if I answered your question correctly, it was hard to hear you, but I think I got it. Hey, listen, we are at the top of the hour. It is uh, 3.59, and we're heading into it. You're going to want to hear what's coming up next. I've got a friend of mine sitting here in the studio studio with me, and we're going to talk about small business and what it's been like to try and survive the pandemic and post-pandemic. Uh, he's got good insights on it, fresh from the battlefield. Hey, listen, this is Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right on 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We'll be right back. Hey! 